The Magic Book Club podcast. Hello and welcome to the Magic Radio Book Club podcast. Today I'm very excited because I am joined by none other than internet sensation, number one momfluencer and now of course best-selling author, the very lovely Louise Penland. Welcome to the Magic Radio Book Club podcast. Thank you for having me on the Magic Radio Book Club podcast. You can come again. Round of applause. That's long. That's a lot, isn't it? <laughs> it is actually, isn't it? I say that could... a couple of times. It's the whole podcast done. <laughs> could you see the concentration <laughs> of my face? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, back in back in Sprinkle of Glitter days, did you ever think, looking forwards, that you would be three books down no. and an established <laughs> author? No, I still don't feel like an established author. Yesterday we had an event at Waterstones Piccadilly and there were four authors and there were two with their debuts and then Claire from my publishing house was like, and there's two established authors. And I was like, Who, who's the other one? I was like, <laughs> oh, it's you. me, it's me because yeah. I've done it a few times now. That's how that works. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Are you, it... are you pleased to be giving yourself a pat on the back? Do you look at it with some pride? No, because I have desperate people-pleasing issues. So unless like <laughs> everyone in the whole world tells me it's amazing, I'll forever be like, why didn't everybody love it? No, I am I am proud of it. I, I'm surprised at my own abilities. Um, but I think that's a nice thing because I think a lot of people probably feel like there's lots of things they can't do. And if, you know, if I can write three books, anybody can write three books. Well, that, that, sort, of, that sort of theme runs throughout Robin's life, doesn't it? Yes, it Achieving does. <laughs> what she always thinks is the impossible. Um, how, where do we find her and her friends and the, and the girls in this third book? So I don't want to... Sp- Put yes. spoilers for the other two, but people have had two years and one year to read it. So if you haven't, sozo. Um, <laughs> but basically, Robin is now in her new house. She's got a great job at Made It. Um, Lila is a year older. Edward is in England to begin with on the scene. Everything's going brilliantly. Lacey's had her baby and you would think that she would be really thrilled. Lacey. You would hope. Mm-hmm. Um, and... This book predominantly focuses on the other characters. So I think the first two books were really Robin's journey of her developing into the woman that she is now. And this one is she's developed, she's there, she feels like she's nailing it, but then everybody else falls apart and she's got to pick up their pieces um, simultaneously. There's a big trip to New York where all the characters go. I mean, even Kath. Literally the build-up to it, you're just like that. Oh my God. Kath in New York. Yeah. There's an interesting scene so this is a very tiny spoiler but just a happy one um kath accidentally goes into a soho sex shop um mega lol's you there. just want to pull it back don't <laughs> you, you? Do. you just want to pull it do back you? and just go stop and it doesn't turn out how you think it will for anybody um i'll I'm I'm terrible because I really want to tell you because I'm like it's so cool. I think the uh, thing is, I, I think from my from my perspective, I think where the you know the the first particularly the first the first one is, you know, has a lot of the kind of natural slapstick of the realities of motherhood. Yes, um, and all, all that all that gorgeous humour that you. Mm that you put into the books that make us as mums feel okay about, you know, all the things that just don't go right. Um, and this one sort of delves a bit deeper. There's some some more sort of emotional hurdles. There are, there seems to be some, some a little bit more significant hurdles for the characters to overcome. Yes, a bit more gravity to it. Um, I don't know. No less humour, though. I no must less say, no humor. less humour. I hope not. I yeah. hope not. Um, I don't know a single person that doesn't face some of the issues that are in this third book. And some of them are really hard and some of them are really heartbreaking. 
but it would be completely unrealistic to have all of our characters all just sailing along quite comfortably. Um, I don't want to write a comfortable book because I don't leave a, lead a comfortable life. And just like anybody else, I face you know difficult things crop up or in my family or friends. Um, so I wanted a book that reflects that, but I still wanted it to be upbeat and light and comedic, which I think it is because I think yeah. I'm a comedy genius. Um, <laughs> but I do have this really dark streak to my personality where I really, really like to make people cry. <laughs> like nothing is a greater compliment to me than people like, I read the book and I cried. I'm like, that's right. That's it. Good. Um, I let Auntie Judith read it on holiday and I watched her cry by the pool. I was like, yeah. That's right. We just get a close up on that face. She's she means it. She means it. I do. Um, Someone asked me yesterday, was there anything that was ever going to be in the World Series? Because this is the end now. Well, for a long time at least, this is the end of it. Is there anything that I was going to do and that I didn't do? And at the very beginning, I was always going to kill Kath. You were what? I was going to kill Kath. You were going to kill Kath, like killing Kenny. You were going to kill Kath. A disease, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't. But you shouldn't be laughing, though. Would I know. Been so funny. It would have been terrible, wouldn't it? It would have been awful. Uh, but I didn't. I didn't. I'm quite glad you didn't, because we, uh, we, we quite like Auntie Kath, don't we? Something large does happen to her in this book. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think the, the uh, you know, and, and through your journey, you know, on the screens and in front of us with the kids and, and being a single mum as well, how, I mean, there's clearly some autobiographical stuff in here. How much of that, of your life, did you want to put in? Did you have to kind of stop yourselves at moments and say, no, 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 this this isn't going to go in or this is too much like me? Or how, how did you find that balance? So it's got a lot easier as the books yeah. have gone on because I'm sure you hear from lots of authors that the characters really took on their own. Um, so book one, I feel a lot like was a lot of my life, even though at the time I was like, it's not my life at all. <laughs> it's just that this is a newly 30 year old single mum of a six year old girl who likes makeup. And that's not like me at all, <laughs> except that is quite like me. Wow. <laughs> um, but then as the books have gone on, my life has really changed direction. And I've met the lovely Liam and had a baby and, um, my life's not like their life at all. Yeah. Um, but definitely I've drawn from it. So bits of motherhood, bits of having like a middle-aged mad auntie, bits <laughs> of like the school mum, politics. Who knew? I mean, Boris Johnson's PM, but have you ever been to the school gates and tried to have a conversation? Have you ever been involved in one of those WhatsApp groups? Babes, <gasps> don't WhatsApp group me. I can't don't have a WhatsApp, WhatsApp group, group anymore. Well, listen, I can't I just, my, my little one has just finished primary school today so I've got a 16 year old and I've got an 11 year old nearly 11 year old who's just finished and one of the one of the moments where I just went oh was when I realized yes no more whatsapp group no more oh Agatha's lost her cardigan and then you get 30 people going it's not in our bag I'm like oh god Please. Have you forgotten it's Mufti Day? Oh, Emma, you're so awful. How could you forget again? Are you bringing in a cake for the fake sale? It's not a yeah. bake sale, it's a fake sale. It's a fake sale. Oh, yeah, fake sale. Yeah, I like that. Spike yeah. from Waitrose. Oh. So, so um, you've given us this bit, you've just given us this bit of information. So is it definitely farewell for Robin? And how yes. does that feel? If I mean, she's been a huge part of your life for such a it's long terrifying. time. It's terrifying because I've always had the comfort of knowing the next book is Robin. Yeah. So... Rather than having to think of a whole new world and a whole new situation, I've just thought, what will I do to Robin? So I've always known what Robin's main thing is going to be, then all the people around her, how they all slot in. Although the third book is more all the people around her and how she slots in. 
Um, and now I'm in the process of thinking about what I want to do next. Um, and is writing more yes, on the cards? Yes. Wow. Um, That's a non-fiction fantastic. for next year. And I would really like to go into children's books as well, maybe with Lila involved in those. I like um, Lila a lot. She's feisty in this book. She's good. I yeah. really enjoy her immensely. Um, but Robin, I think, is just going to have a little hiatus for a while. And not like a One Direction hiatus where they told us it was just a year <laughs> off and then it wasn't and they're still not back together and I live in hope. But, you know... <laughs> Just a break. She needs some time to like relax. Like, she's had a big three years. Yeah, she's tired. She is shattered. Is That's done. enough. <laughs> the sofa is calling you, yes. Robin. Just stay there. Her old battered granny sofa. Yeah. And when when you when you put these books out, um, it's a, it's a, it must be an interesting sensation because we you put so much of yourself on screen and have done for so long, and that's part of what being a vlogger and uh, you know yeah. a, a, a sort of well known face in that community is about is us having that connection to you and feeling like you're a friend. Is it the same sensation putting a book out, or, no. or is that different? It's different. It's I would describe it as when I make a video of myself. If someone were to say something positive, that's lovely. And if someone to say something negative, I'd be like, oh, okay, fine. Like, I can cope with that because I can always cope with what you say about me. Yeah. But my book feels a bit like my baby. It's a bit like how you can bitch and moan about your family. Sorry, can I say the B word? Of course Sorry. you can. Um, but nobody else can. If someone else said it, you'd be like, hey. Your defences would go up immediately. Yes. Because wow. you love them so much. And so when people read the book, I'm like, oh, I hope you like it. And it feels... Um, a lot more vulnerable. Isn't that interesting? I've poured, well, because I poured so much of my heart and soul into this, yeah. but into a vlog. I'm just kind of sharing my day, yeah. which doesn't have as much time and energy. So this is sort of months of work, whereas a vlog is a day of work. Yeah. Um, also, I can delete a vlog and nobody will really notice because there's like 500 vlogs available. Um, can't delete a book. Like once it's out, it's out. It is. Um, but then when you get good feedback from it, it's it really touches you and you can and you really feel that and that is so lovely. Yeah. So at the moment, because it's kind of release week, I'm on that cusp of like waiting for people to tell me what they think. Yeah. Um, which is nervous. It's like standing on the edge of the pool waiting to dive in and hoping that it will be okay and you don't belly flop. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like as well, I guess, in the sort of the digital the digital world and the online world which is transient and some some might say you know sometimes throw away and and in is this is so tangible and yeah, it's a isn't thing it? isn't it it's, it's, a thing. it's a paper yeah. thing that people have on bookshelves yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 the um how how do you how do you write then because you you know you've said months of work what happens are you disciplined do you sit down are you do you i know you like a list i love a list i know you like a list I've done good research <laughs> i love Love a list like I get such pleasure from writing lists 100% so sad I need to get a life um well what I'd like you and your listeners to think is that I maybe book out a nice hotel by the sea and I sit at a little desk and watch the waves splash on the shore as I write my book yeah yeah, yeah. sure 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 what actually happens okay <laughs> is I sit in old pajamas <laughs> generally with like crotch holes in because they're that worn <laughs> yeah. and I call it my soft office it's my bed a soft office. In my soft office. I love it. So I go downstairs and get a bagel and I put on it butter and then green pesto because I'm quite, you know, I'm quite exotic like yeah, that. Yeah, you are. Quite exotic. Sometimes if I'm treating myself, I'll have a slice of Edam. Yeah. And then I come up to bed. Full put that on the Edam? Yes, I do. 100%. Just, just the one slice. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, not, I'm not a monster. Uh, and I sit there in my soft office. Yeah. 
and I'll work for about 20 minutes and then I have to have a brain break because my brain turns to soup. But I tell everybody else that I'm working. So if Liam comes in and says things like, are you on ASOS? I'm like, no, I'm researching Robin's outfit for this scene. Good grief. Researching it. No, I cannot come and change any nappies. <laughs> and I cannot come with you on the tip run because I am writing. I cannot I'm... come with you on the tip run. Do it yourself. <laughs> I cannot take in the shopping order. I am writing. <laughs> I would advise any mother that wants a break from her children to tell their partner that they're writing a book. And I hope Liam never listens to this because I'd say 70% of the time I was writing the book, but 30% of the time I was researching, which is a lot of ASOS. Which is a lot of ASOS. Yeah. Do you know, yesterday morning, (laughs) uh, yesterday morning I was researching mm. i was on the loo having five minutes and the research lock, research yeah. and the lock on the door uh is not working within 10 minutes the cat was in the loo why do cats do that i don't know the it's cat weird. was in the loo around my legs which then prompted the dog to get jealous uh within another two minutes my little boy was here telling me he didn't want cucumber in his sandwiches and then damien was t- shouting from the other end of the hallway when is the shopping coming in at which point i was like that should have used your line. I'm writing a book. Can you please shut the door? Or just I'm on the toilet. Just I'm on the toilet oh. would do, wouldn't it? Yeah. For goodness sake. Yeah. Um, if you, I, I mean, you must, you, you must, I know that you do get asked for your tips and advice and worldly wisdom all the time. Yeah, I don't um, know why. <laughs> but I do. Well, you, you have a lot of wisdom and, and I'm enjoying speaking to you very, very much. Um, uh, it, they if, pay her so much to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, if there are, and I know that there are, I mean, you know, particularly with Lacey in this book as well, who struggles in this book. Um, she does. If, with, your, with your advice when, you know, if there are women reading this, and I know that one thing that as well that you, that comes through these books and comes through what, comes through, you know, what you've done with the vlogs over a number of years is to kind of really emphasise and talk about and praise the, the, the sort of sisterhood of, of mm-hmm. friends. Yes. Um, uh, what would what would you say to any young mums going through what these women are going through? To talk about it and talk about it openly and confidently, which is much easier said than done because you can be a confident woman and still not feel confident talking about something that's really uh, dear to you or frightening to you. I've been in a similar situation to Lacey. I had PTSD after I had my first daughter And I didn't know how to talk about it because I didn't know I had it. I just knew I didn't feel right. And it's not always a case of saying, hi, guys, just want you to know, I think I'm suffering from postnatal depression or PTSD or birth trauma or or anything maybe not related to motherhood. You can't always articulate it, but you can say, this is how I feel. I don't feel right. Um, I don't want to feel this way. Help. And people will help you. And I think that sometimes it's tempting to think, I don't want to burden anybody I think especially women we feel like we've got to be heroes and got to do it all and prove that we can do it all and we can't and that's okay because nobody can do it all because that's very unrealistic so I think it just needs more people to start just being uh, open about things and normalizing things so for example my friend Esther and I will some, I'll sometimes say how have you been and she'll quite happily say Having a bit of a low mental health day today. She will. Yeah. She, she will say, "I'm having a low." Like, yeah, those she, words. Those yes. words. Because That's if you had such progress, a cold, or if you had a bit of a stomach bug, hundred percent, you say, "Oh, just feeling a bit off, feeling a bit under the weather." So that's her way of saying, "I feel that way in my mind." But because she started saying it so openly, I was like, "I could probably say that too." And like, that's going to be okay. Nothing's going to happen. Yeah. The world won't collapse. So I started talking about that in videos, and then 
and in the book as well. And I just wish that people would just be a little bit more open. I'm not saying we all need to be like, hi, I'm Louise and these are my problems. But just for it to be normal, you know, yeah. when you come in, how are you feeling today? I've got a bit of hay for you for all. Just feeling a bit down today, just feeling a bit flat. Yeah. No, nothing long term. Or maybe it is long term and I just would like you to know, you know, to, to bear that in mind. And how, you know, so you've, you, you've had this, you've, you have and you're continuing to have this hugely successful career. You're an author. I'm clinging on to it desperately. <laughs> no, you're Thank not. You. <laughs> you're not. You're doing it. You're doing it. You're winning, definitely. Every year's another year. I'm like, yes, thank you. Still in the game. Still in the game. How are there sort of mechanics that you stick to on a daily basis that help you juggle? And I, I, I'm yes. not a big fan of that word. I, I'm not a big fan of that word. But do you know what I mean? Are there things that you kind of have to religiously stick to to say, yes. no, on a Tuesday evening, I'm, this is my own time? Oh, yes, yes. I, I'd like to be like, oh, no, I'm just this like creative free spirit and I wear a lot of like droopy dresses without my bra on and things just ideas just come to me. It's so magical. But it's not like that at all, really. Although I did just go on holiday. Yes, um, I saw. Yeah. Corfu. Corfu. It was lovely. And I didn't wear a bra for a lot of it. And my cousin Daniel was like, Louise, stop. And I was like, no, I won't. I won't. You look away, Daniel. Cousin Daniel, you look away. Cousin Daniel. You're not the boss of me. You're not my real mum. <laughs> and he was fine after that. Um, so. It's like though when you do, you kind of, you know, that feeling where you go, oh, and you take bra off at the end of the yeah. day. Yeah. Oh, so the mechanics of the day. Yeah. Um, I write a lot of lists. I have very few talents in life, but one of them is time management. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. How come I'm, you're good at time management? Where did that come from? Just necessity. Yeah. Necessity. Yeah. Um, because if you don't do it, everything falls apart. Correct. I'm also intensely neurotic. Okay. So I have to know what's happening at a certain time. If it goes off piste, I'm not okay with that. When I first started dating Liam on our first date, I was like, Basically, I'm just really laid back and chilled out. I just love to go with the flow. And as I was saying it, I thought, why am I just outright lying to his face? But I did, and I trapped him, and now he's mine, and now he knows. So it's all fine now. Um, I have a calendar where I write everything in. I have a fantastic team who are sort of like sat on the floor down here doing a small smile or grimace. Um, I have a nanny as well. I think it's worth pointing out because no one ever talks about childcare. Thank you. we're yes. all made to be like, oh no, I don't. Yeah. Oh, I mustn't tell anyone that I have help. I do have help. Yeah. If I didn't have a nanny, I would not be able to have this career. Yeah. Um, I love her dearly and she selfishly went on a two-week holiday several Sucker. weeks ago. When she came back, I almost snogged her. I was so happy to see her. I almost dry-humped her. Um, she's back, which means I can come here. Never leave. Don't ever leave us again. I've taught Pearl to find Peppa Pig on my phone. Do you know Peppa Pig's released an album? Don't. I don't want to know I'm that. Serious. I don't want any of my she's family really, to know that. She, I know. Never, ever. Best bit of parenting advice I was ever given. Never, ever play kids' music in the car. You will never have a quiet... I've already done that. Yeah. I've already oh, done that. Moana. Moana. That's kind yeah. of all right. Because I, I, quite, I, quite, I quite like Moana. I like the first one that's in yeah. their language. It goes, Tula, to begin with. <laughs> and I sing it. Wind the windows down, kids. Turn yeah. it up. <laughs> um, right. Okay. Now I feel like we're just chatting, which is really, really, really lovely. Um, do you... Um, do you do you enjoy the book tours? Do you enjoy this side of your? I mean, you know, you spent your life in front of the camera, but do you do you? That's you. Do you like being interviewed? Do you like doing the book tours that come with this? I love being interviewed because um, I'm also deeply arrogant, so it's really <laughs> nice to just talk about myself for a while. It's Have you lovely. ever considered a career in radio? <laughs> <laughs> yes. If anyone, I'm available. I'll leave I my see details a co-host below. Coming along, I would enjoy that immensely. Um, 
I really, yeah, I just, oh, I enjoy talking about myself for a week. It's pretty nice. <laughs> um, it is really nice because you see the fruits of your labour. So you see people coming up and holding the book. I mean, that's the point of writing a book. You want sure. people to read that book and enjoy it. So when you see happy people holding the book, you feel like, yeah, it's only a good thing. I've ticked that box. That feels good. Um, also, it's quite nice to go into bookshops and sort of geek out and like see all the books that you think, I'm going to buy that, I'm going to buy that, I'm going to buy that. So I make like a little mental list. Um, also on a book tour, I think it's quite acceptable to have Wagamamas like three times a day. Uh, I think that's okay. Yeah, 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 so. yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, um, I get to go to a lot of train stations and I've got a bit of a penchant for a train station. Why have you got a penchant for a train station? It just feels quite cosy, don't yeah, you think? feels yeah. a bit autumnal, a bit Paddington bear <laughs> I quite like a train station. There's always snacks. There's always um, a waiting room. I like a waiting room. Yeah, really nice, really nice. And sometimes the publishers kindly book first class and we go into the first class waiting room. Yeah, and then they have free snacks. They have free snacks yeah, there, of course they, they do. do, don't they? Yeah. And I'm in a nice hotel and I've stolen the biscuits from the hotel, put them in my handbag for later. And I thought, that will best, never leave you. That will never leave you. I best you. take them because I'm there tonight so they might replenish them. <laughs> And the shower cap, I put that in my face as well. <laughs> I never use a shower cap, but I thought that'll be handy. Shower cap. Yeah, you never, why do you take the shower cap? You never use them, they're always I really below par it. as well. I'm going to use it. I'm going to have a shower with my hair in a shower cap. I will do it. I'll tweet um, you a I, picture. I know what I want to do. Do you, how old is your oldest now? Uh, Darcy is eight. Darcy's eight. So does, uh, does Darcy know about Lila? She does, yes. And how does um, she feel about Lila? She has not read any of the books, okay. but not she yet. feels like this is her book. Yes. Um, because like, um, Lila's called Lila Blue, and when Darcy was a baby, I used to call her Bluebird because she had blue eyes. Now they're green. They changed colour, <sighs> as babies do. Oh, no, I like that. Yeah. I've got green eyes too. <laughs> um, so she knows that little fact, and she thinks that's nice. Um, she's really proud of them. A couple of years ago, after the first one, I didn't know that she knew I was writing a book and I had such guilt because all the time I was kind of fobbing her off to watch films and watch the telly and play with yeah. that and go and do that by yourself while I write this book. And I felt such guilt. And then I went to a parents' evening at the end of the year and I was looking through her books and she'd drawn a picture of me and said, my mummy is clever because she writes books. And I was like... Uh, Hashtag moment. Yeah, I cried. I was like, oh, it's so lovely. So she is really proud of them. And for World Book Day, she wanted to go as Lila to World Book Day. Oh, my God! I know. And I was like, no, all the teachers will think I'm such a knob if I send my daughter <laughs> as my own character. I don't care. You're going. <laughs> um, and she's coming to one of the book tour events with me because she wants to sign the books. Um, but the awkward thing is, because she's been in this world now for yeah. so long, um, because I had a non-fiction out before this when she was about three, we used to go into bookshops and she used to pick up books and say, are you going to write your name in this one, mummy? I was like, no, I don't write... <laughs> No, <laughs> we can't write our name in all no. the books. Sorry, <laughs> as much as I'd like to. <laughs> um, I, listen, um, I if this isn't in the hands of everybody on a holiday this summer, I will eat my hat. Um, I love Robin and I love her friends and I love... Um, it's a, such a great story of hope and courage and sisterhood. Um, and, uh, and and well done. Congratulations. Oh, no, thank you for having Thanks, me. Thanks, Louise. It's been... Uh, I mean, I think we... I think. Well, that's the that's you, isn't it? We all feel like we could talk to you for hours and hours and hours. And we, and we could. You can. Just um, fuel me up with Diet Cokes and I'll go for ages. <laughs> go for we ages. will do that. You'll have to come back. You'll have to come back and say hello to us at Magic yeah, again. I would love to. What if I don't write another book, though? Can I still come back anyway? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah, okay, we will book that in. Uh, congratulations on Wild Women. I hope it goes really well. Thank and you. And uh, we will see you very soon. Yes, we will. Thank you for having me.